Hello, welcome to Dailyish. This is Dailyish for Thursday, September eighteenth, episode forty-one. Uh, I usually decide on the title. Oh, sorry, it's uh, September. It's I said September eighteenth. It's fifteen degrees outside right now, going up to a high of twenty-four or twenty-five today. So that's good. Good September, mid-September weather. This is not a weather podcast. I uh, choose the title usually after, so it'll probably be some sort of link baby, kind of like. 21 ways to define your successful business or something like that. So it's not, uh, um, I, I chose the topic of success as something that I've been mulling around in my head for a little while, and I'm not sure how best to talk about it because it cuts pretty, I don't know, open or deep to me as far as what I do. And uh, it's, it is kind of tough to talk about that, I guess, and it shouldn't be. And so maybe this is uh, whatever, my, a little bit of my path to healing. <laughs> healing. So we'll see where this goes exactly. I have a whole bunch of notes and sort of not scripted, but just uh, thoughts and uh, we'll see how it comes out. I, I feel like after 40 episodes of this, I can I should be able to talk a little more openly with, with you guys. Um, but before I do that, I just want to mention that this episode is brought to you by Campaign Monitor. Visit campaignmonitor.com to sign up for your own newsletter service and also by Less Accounting uh, at lessaccounting.com. Or you can use coupon code Tiger Uppercut. That was a little quiet there, Tim. Let's try that again. Tiger Uppercut. Okay, there we go. To get a bunch of money off your first three months of, of awesome accounting services from less accounting. So, success. I, I often get the feeling that people think because I run my own business, I'm successful. Which, like, success is a weird word in itself. Its definition changes depending on your circumstances and what that all means. I had a friend a while ago who was comp- contemplating starting her own business. She said something like, I hope I can be as successful as you or you you make it look so easy or some, you know, something along those lines. General kind of common comment, but specific to what I was doing. And uh, a real life friend, but also, you know, follows me on the internet and stuff and maybe listens to this podcast. But with, I think with the internet, social media, et cetera, it's, it's even easier than it used to be to put on a display of success. I you know, I write occasionally on my blog, I record podcasts, I tweet, which in some sort of weird way makes it looks like I'm successful with those things. I have followers on Twitter, right? So a thousand and whatever followers. But just that alone, for example, like I tweet out a link to this podcast and three, let's say, five, I don't know. It's some like insanely like 1% or less amount of those people would actually click on a link that I suggest might be interesting to them for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. And also, and like in the real world, the reality is between credit cards, loans, mortgages, someone can have all the looks of success, but be completely buried by those things. So luckily, I'm not in those situation or that situation completely. I don't know. I have something in me like my upbringing, my genes, nature, nurture doesn't allow for me to just throw everything on the credit card and pretend like it doesn't affect us. There's lots of people who do that. I know it's a, I think, a terrible disease of our society, North American society, especially but um, that's a topic for another podcast. We survived uh, three years and change of running our own business. It's definitely a we thing. It's not just me. Running your own business brings your family, spouse, partner, kids along for the ride. Even extended family is involved if they're at all close by or just with the ups and downs, whether they know it or not. There's things like, you know, you can't, for some reason, you don't go along to the uh, circus. <laughs> can't think of something else right now the something that you would cost money that you can't really afford to do right then and so you say no and it kind of looks like you're being 
uh, antisocial, anti-family, whatever it might be. But re- the reality is you have to save your money because you might not have more at the end of the month to pay for your food or bills or whatever. We've survived this long because we came into it with savings that we relied on to get us through the really low times. And I know that if we didn't have the savings to draw on, plus help from family, parents in various ways, I don't think I'd still be here being quote unquote successful in my business. So, and it's a choice we made that we own. I'm not blaming anybody else for a situation. There's plenty of people, um, in worse situations, plenty of people in better situations. Just there's always going to be somebody above and below you, right? So, um, and when for us, I, I can only speak from my situation. When people around us are going on trips, upgrading their kitchen, buying a new car, we're trying to figure out how to save enough money, make sure we don't miss a payment on my son's preschool, make sure the check doesn't bounce, and that kind of thing. So we hope, and I hope, it won't always be this way, but certainly hope can be hard to come by some days, weeks, and <laughs> months. Um, and what I don't really want is your pity or your, it's not, like I said before, it's something we decided to do. It's not a, it's not like getting really sick or, or, um, even losing your job or having your house destroyed by a fire or like any of those number of things that are more or less completely out of your control. Like I said, we chose to do this willingly. My wife supports me in it. She Sue supports me completely with it. It's as much her decision as mine. I'm obviously the one with the, well, I don't have my name on the door, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's me that's you know failing or successful in terms of the actual business maybe, but it's definitely a complete family decision. Our kids made the decision too. They just don't really know it yet or understand what's going on. Why is daddy crying in the corner? <laughs> uh, I lost my my notes. Uh, oh yeah, the other thing I don't really want, which this might sound harsh, but I don't want your advice to how to, how to run my business. I don't want you to. I don't need you to tell me how to market something, or I should be doing this, or cold calling that, or or uh, just you know just go stand in the corner and shout about websites or something. There's plenty of advice I can read and continue to read online, especially. There's people who have gone before that actually have gone before, not just have ideas of how to do this, but who've done it and are doing it right now. There's more than enough to read and, and advice and things like that. Obviously, there's that that said, there's advice as far as, um, you know, living with no money or living how to raise your family. And that, that that's all separate from not what I'm saying here. <laughs> advice on how to run my business for people who don't actually run their own business um, doesn't really help. And that's just the way it is. I don't know. At least that's how I feel. Um, and please don't ask, maybe this sounds harsh, but please don't ask how my business is going because I'm not going to answer honestly. I just can't. You might think I don't want to talk about it because I'm scared to confront the reality of the situation or something, but honestly, like I'm really, I'm confronted by it on the the reality of it on a daily, if not hourly basis, just the realities of what it is, bank account statements coming in, bills coming in, all that kind of stuff. Anybody who's lived any amount of time in, in, uh, lower income will definitely can attest to that and appreciate that. So it may sound harsh and I don't know if it's completely true, but if it certainly resonates with me right now and maybe everybody feels this way in their own situation in some way, but if you've never run your own business and especially if it's not, hasn't been at like a client services, creative type business, like website design and, and that kind of stuff, consulting a bit that way, I guess you don't really know what it's like and you really can't identify, which doesn't mean we can't have a good conversation. I'm, 
there's plenty of other stuff to talk about, but it's I can see it in people's eyes when I talk to them about it, the way they they react. They there there isn't any way to identify with that, the reality of that. And like I said before, there's always going to be people above and below you in whatever scale of success you might try and measure. So this isn't about just for me, anyways, comparing to a friend or someone I see on the street and thinking I'll never have that, but just talking a bit about my situation, I guess. Because lots of people can identify with getting to the end of the month with little to no money. What owning your own business has taught me or helped me or forced me to realize is that not only do I get to the end of the month of one month, like say this month or last month with little to no money, unless I get off my butt and go out and earn it, next month will be the same. A person in a regular jobby job knows, you know, in six months, they'll still be getting the same paycheck they get this month, barring, of course, extreme circumstances. People lose their job. That happens, certainly. And something I've realized, I guess, is, you know, the the insecurity of an actual job. I, um, in a former life, I was working at, at a university, at a computer store. I could have stayed there. Lots of opportunities for growth and benefits and pension plans and health plans and all that kind of stuff. But then, you know, a year or so ago, a bunch of people from that area got laid off and are, were having to go look for work. And who knows where I would have fit, fell in all of that. I don't know. But the security that was perceived to be there definitely wasn't actually there. But by the same token, um, most people, when you're living month to month, aren't worried about next month's paycheck. They might think, at some point in the future, I might lose my job, and that's scary. But they kind of have a general idea in three months, six months, I'll get the same paycheck. Right now, I have no idea if I'll be getting paid anything in six months, five months, four months, three months even. I have some stuff like reoccurring revenue from little things, but I really, like in six months from now, or let's, what is it, September, Christmas time, December, I have no idea if I'll have a paycheck at the end of the month because I need to get enough client work to get that paycheck, right? So it's, and this sounds maybe all uh, doom and gloom, and that's not really the case because there's plenty of things that are great about the situation. I love the opportunities it's given me to spend way more time with my family, even if it's in tears half the time, <laughs> but walking my kids to school, picking them up for lunch, stuff that I would never get to do otherwise, something that I haven't done enough of that I blame on money, but I know it's just me being lazy and... Uh, and blaming other things is, you know, getting to spend that much more time with my wife, with Sue, getting to just, you know, sneak out for lunches on her own. It's a little tough with a baby. She's getting there. She's almost two. So I guess I can't say baby anymore. But um, once uh, she's doing a little more mobile, other things with, you know, getting to preschool and stuff, hopefully we, we can take those kind of opportunities. But I digress, and I don't have an ending to this, so that's that was smart. I started recording without having an ending in mind, <laughs> so I guess that's uh, it's maybe more just a therapeutic session, bearing my soul a bit about what what's going on. I I love the podcasting stuff I do. It's it's a huge, huge kind of uh, release weight, um, creative just avenue to me to be able to do this. The fact that there's a few of you out there who enjoy it and listen is so amazing and I appreciate each and every one of you for listening following along with what I'm doing here as well as the rest of us as we try and build good stuff into something and uh, who knows where that'll go whether it'll be perpetually a side project for Adam, Tim and I and, and the rest of the folks involved or if we can kick it high enough to 
kick it high enough up the hill so that some of us could could start doing this more full-time or half-time or whatever the case may be. I don't know. That's certainly a goal, but uh, we'll see where, where it leads. We're still in the feeling things out phase and, and uh, figuring all that kind of stuff out. If you if you are interested in helping out with that, me doing more of the podcasting and that kind of stuff, I'd invite you to check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash iChris. You can pledge to support there, what I do here with podcasting, things like that. But um, mostly, if you that's that's secondary, I guess, primarily the way to help out, share the podcast, share the episodes, promote, helps spread the word, I guess, about good stuff, about Dailyish, about the intellectual radio program, all the stuff that we do at goodstuff.fm. That really, really helps because ultimately we need to spread this thing far and wide, get more listeners, build an awesome community of, of listeners and people who uh, support what we're doing and want to see it continue. So I appreciate you sitting through this a little longer episode of Dailyish. I uh, I've had fun trying to do the actually daily thing for the last two weeks here. It's been good to have uh, Tim Tim Smith um, at uh, Good Stuff has uh, started doing a, a show as well. Um, and as I'm typing, trying to uh, he's got he's got too many shows now. The Daily Radio column. I was thinking for the record, this is his other show. Anyways, the Daily Radio column he's been doing, which is good, lights a little fire under my butt to keep me my episode numbers higher than his. That's really what it's all about, right? Podcasting. So. Uh, links in the show notes, which you can find at goodstuff.fm slash dailyish slash 41 to all this stuff. I've talked about the Patreon page, Tim's show, uh, other stuff. I'm I Chris on Twitter. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you want, if you have questions about running your own business, I'd be happy to answer them. Just don't ask me how it's going. <laughs> uh, Chris at goodstuff.fm is where you can email me. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>